Saunders, getting through this in California's Pacific Palisades. And I'm Scott Blakeman on New York's Upper East Side. Out of sight, out of mind, may well be an accurate cliche, except when it comes to my storage unit in Brooklyn. Because since October 2020, not a day goes by when I don't think about the contents of that five by five by eight unit, for which I pay a monthly rent of $116, which, by the way, was the rent for an apartment in New York in the 1960s. So why did I find the need to store so many boxes of memorabilia instead of bringing it all with me to my new apartment? And why have I continued to live in storage limbo for so long? Before my move, I vowed, Tommy, that I would give myself plenty of time to go through my mementos and memories and those of my parents too. But most importantly, not to make it necessary at the last minute to have to stuff whatever was left into giant contractor bags. <laughs> but you know what? That's exactly what I wound up doing. But last week, I shook off the procrastination demons and visited the storage facility for the first time in a year and a half. And what I found may not shock you. Scotty, in preparation for not being shocked, I'm not on the edge of my seat. Instead, I've moved comfortably to the middle. and. While your exploration of your warehouse pass is a trip through time itself, well, I look forward to your tales with breathless anticipation. And that worries me because it's more helpful to breathe while anticipating things. <laughs> Sometimes we have no choice, Scotty. We must walk and chew gum at the same time. But our loyal listeners and I have been regaled by so many stories provoked by mementos from two generations and the lives of your entire family. How can we not expect a rollicking jaunt back to the world of matchbooks, nightclubs, and reel-to-reel -reel tape recorders? By the way, as someone also plagued by procrastination demons, I was thrilled to learn that you can just shake them off. I'm such a deeply procrastinating man that I've been known to postpone postponing things. <laughs> so the idea that you beat the manana monster with your mere shrug actually could change the lives of millions of procrastinators like myself. Well, Tommy, I hope that's the case. And before we delve into that, let me first address what I'm so glad that you pointed out that, yes, um, you are not on the edge of your seat. And which is, again, as you've said many times so eloquently, is not a good thing for posture and other reasons. And as you just stated, Doctors don't recommend being breathless. Breathing yes. fully is much better. And Tommy, just, just in really breaking news, recent studies have shown that being shocked and surprised is not a good or helpful thing. And merely finding something mildly interesting can be much better to your health. And that's interesting. I, I can imagine that would be better for your heart and, and, and lungs. And for some reason, liver would be better yeah. uh, for not being shocked, but just sort of mildly amused. Yes, that's yes. the best, most healthy way to be. Yeah, uh, it goes against everything we've been taught. I was like, get, kill the crowd, get them laughing. They busted a gut laughing, <laughs> both doubled over laughing. All these contorted positions yeah. that easily yield to many chronic conditions. Uh, those are the ones that have been, you know, pushed when merely quiet, self, self, quiet, self satisfaction, uh, as you say, mild amusement and interest in the long run gives you what you need and is so much more healthy and beneficial. Yeah, so true, Scotty. And and uh, and about the breathless anticipation, yeah. yeah, I think that we may be saving some lives, actually, with that one, Scotty, and, and, uh, which I guess that gives us, puts us in line for the Lasker Award. I because, would think that, yes. 
uh, uh, that's the for medical uh, breakthroughs because we are the ones who realize that you shouldn't be in breathless anticipation of anything, even the most exciting things, you must continue to breathe while anticipating. Breathe normally, yeah, be excited, but breathe normally. And of course, we're again, we've been brought up with movies like Breathless, The Marvelous, oh. uh, The Faux Picture, which I do recommend, but <laughs> I would breathe normally as I view it for its entire- <laughs> That's future. right. It, it doesn't, it's not a movie, as many might assume, a movie that advocates holding your breath. No. It, it, uh, uh, that, uh, uh, and now I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not a true foe buff, as they say, uh, but the, uh, uh, and so I'm, you know, please don't try to pin me down with uh, uh, esoteric questions about his cinematic oeuvre. But I will say this. I, I'm pretty sure that movie Breathless does not. It, it, the point of it is not, hey, everybody, just go hold your breath willy no. nilly. No, great point. And I don't think in anywhere in Cahiers du Cinema. Uh, there's been any articles <laughs> stating that that is the point of the film. And it may be some people may argue anyway, just to argue. But as you say, it's not a part of the film. And by the way, Tommy, the whole notion of and I used the word recently when yeah. I had the pleasure to see the thrill beyond pleasure to yeah. see Barry Manilow. And I did tell him that the music <laughs> I saw from Harmony, the new musical that I, I look forward to seeing, it was breathtaking. Uh, but the beauty of it was it wasn't totally breathtaking. It literally didn't literally when they say it took my breath away. Yeah, if it happens for a split second, the equivalent of a sneeze, let's say, <laughs> then it's still better. And that's what I, I would have told him because if yeah. he was there, he may he's a very care, empathetic guy. He might have yeah. thought, Scott, I'm so thrilled that you liked it, but please keep that breath weird. <laughs> no, no, it's just no. breathtaking. You know, it's it, you think it's a great compliment, but it could really alarm somebody. Yeah. who, as you say, is as empathetic as uh, the Barry Manilow. Yeah, yeah, uh, so that's why uh, I hope uh, You I gotta convey. watch, you know, like you said, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm just breathless with excitement. Oh my God, quick, let's get an oxygen mask on yeah, immediately. So, and, so and, a whole and, new spin on it. No one's ever said this, Tommy. Those are the words everyone uses. I've used it. But now I think, especially in this age, we need to pre pre present it in a whole new light. Breathless, breathtaking. It could still be that great feeling. But it's a great feeling. And, yeah. and, and by the way, we're not, I certainly am not um, uh, opposing that people dress up in a in a in a glamorous way that will be breathtaking. I don't yeah. see those, you know. I'm, but I just say maybe not so breathtaking that people are literally gasping for air. Right. A quick, like I say, they, they remember. God bless you. Actually, came from and I always remember this. People, when you sneeze, they thought your heart stopped. Yeah, so, which is not the case, and, and that's a nice medical breakthrough. But you know, for a second, maybe you're not breathing. So, yeah, we go through seconds without a breath. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. As far as you should oh, take it. there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. And and yeah. and, and we don't, uh, you know, we're we're not the the breath police going around no. telling people to breathe all the time. No, that's, that's no. not who I am. That's not the, no. Uh, 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 but but we we do say, you know, and also I think when when people are getting dressed or are about to do something you know, that, that is breathtaking, you know, some sort of great performance. Should they, Scotty? And this is this is troubling because you want to do your best performance. Should you bring it back a little so that it's, you know, it's not literally breathtaking? That doesn't well, cause... or, you know, the headlines, obviously any full page ad in the Sunday Times for show, breathtaking would have me running to the box office uh, quickly to get a ticket. So again, what I, this is the key, tricky thing, Tom, we don't, just like I say, I want Barry Manilow's music to be just as breathtaking as ever, which it is, and and all the things that we see to be breathtaking. But we just need well, maybe a public education campaign yeah. 
in what breathtaking means and make it clear that it's not That's a long right. process. It's a very, it's yeah. a snippet of time, uh, a perfectly acceptable snippet of time, but that you have plenty of breathing uh, but, you know, going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, we're all, sometimes we get swept away by the rhetoric, but, you know, there's no, uh, 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 you know, when somebody's gasping for air because some, uh, because somebody, uh, a ballerina has done a perfect plie, it's not so, you know, it's not so uh, funny anymore. You know yeah, what I mean? So it's let's like just keep it to a short, yeah, like a, like a quick gasp, and then right, quick gasp, and, 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 and maybe don't you don't have to do the most if you're a ballet star, and I don't know how many ballet stars listen to this podcast, but yeah, probably about five or six do. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming just mathematically, Which probably is a huge percentage of ballet stars. I mean, known to the you know the common man, right? You know. And and then I then I I, I say to them. You know, and I'm not a ballet fan, so I don't, I can't even really, I just know a couple word plie. That's like the only yeah. ballet. But I would just say to them, you know, pull it back a little bit so that we don't have the, you know, I mean, we don't talk about, you know, the people, you know, just gasping from breath because something is so breathtaking. It's so. Uh, just do know, it. Respond a bit, a bit, a quick breath. And by the way, Tommy, that's one area where we don't procrastinate. We never, neither one of us has ever said, eh, I'll breathe a little later. Yeah. Uh, we we keep our oh, we're a good example. We yes, we procrastinate, but when it comes to breathing, we, we have measured breathing. Yeah, we don't. Basis. You're right. We yeah. just keep doing it, and, yeah. and we don't stop. And and yeah. we don't and, and we don't brag about it. I guess we're bragging about it now a little bit, but well, you know, I think we deserve it. Yeah, we don't. You're right. We never stop. We never just like oh, I'm tired of breathing. Yeah, or I know I'm I'll do it tomorrow. To, like yeah, I'll start tomorrow. No, so that's that's again why and you talked about we both have the procrastination demon. Yeah. Again, we this is a common theme because it's a huge subject. We huge. are not a hundred percent procrastinators. No man no. or woman or anyone in between is is that we have moments of it in certain areas. And uh, and again, you marveled it. Uh, I shook off the procrastination demons. Now I'll revisit that. Uh, yes, I did, Tommy. Now I shook it off after a year and a half. So. Clearly, I had the demons for a year and a half. I did go. Now, does that mean, and I know all the people are writing in, I'm not a procrastinator anymore? <laughs> no, well, certainly not. Uh, uh, I still am. But I fought the good fight with this very specific area. And, and I you learned, shrugged them off. So shrugged that, it off in that That was the key. Area. And I didn't yeah. realize, like, because a lot of people, when you shrug something, it's not that difficult to shrug. I mean, I'm, no. do I'm doing it right now. You can't even hear it. And yeah. No. I, and I'm not groaning and grunting while I shrug. It's, no, it's a silent uh, action. Yeah. And it's uh, not I don't even know that hard. Literally brush it off your shoulder. I don't think so. Shrug it off really is, is almost imperceptible to the human eye. Yeah. That's yes. how subtle it is. But you know it. You know you're doing it. You know that you're doing it. And, and it's, uh, and, and it's when you consider how long we've been plagued by procrastination, and, yeah. and how many ways that we've even going to the dentist and, and, and seeing doctors about important things. We yeah. and now you can just shrug it off. It's, it's, it's that's great. Individually. News, for, have, yeah, I have to stress individually. Again, I didn't shrug off my entire demon. I didn't oh, shrug off. Hey, oh, I'm not a procrastinator oh, oh. anymore. No, oh. I shrugged off that very specific area of procrastination. And I don't want to again, this is truth and advertising as we're so important on the show. Uh, I'm saying to our listeners, yes, look at that as an inspiration, as a role model. Look at me as a role model. I'm a procrastinator who took that very specific example of yeah. not putting off visiting my storage facility for a year and a half, and I won. But, wow. Tommy, quite clearly, let me just state, and if this hurts my chances of winning an award, <laughs> so be it. But 
I haven't won the battle yet. I still procrastinate no. in many other areas, but you start one at a time. You're always, it's every day, one day at a time. And every day. I, I get it now. So not just one shrug is not going to do it. You just, ha you have to keep shrugging and keep shrugging. And, yeah. and, and I guess that's where the, the, you know, that phrase, keep on shrugging. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, that could be a big it's, thing. Get T-shirts and mugs yeah. made. I don't know why so many people always it's a T-shirt and then a mug. Yeah, which, well, why not things. just a mug? Yeah, uh, 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 or yeah, yeah. You're right though. It's a T-shirts and mugs. It's not anything else. It's not laundry hampers. Yeah, uh, or hanger. Just a hanger with the logo of your favorite coffee shop. <laughs> and, and you need hangers. In fact, you probably you need, need more than mugs. Yeah. So yeah. It's a oh, little, my God. We want to broaden the thinking of what's in the gift shop. Yeah. And I, by the way, I just love saying gift shop. To me, Tommy, if life could be a gift shop, because that's always the best part, not to sound like a Philistine here, but museums and other, you know, the gift shop. You like the gift shop best of all. That's fascinating. That, and that does put you a to, apart from many museum goers who, who uh, but uh, I do enjoy the gift shop uh, as well. And often yeah. that's where you find the books and and some museums are, are uh, have their exit through the gift shop. Oh, the, well, the, we have a personal story on that. But quite recently, a few weeks ago, when we were uh, Ginger and I and you and Sandy were in the Catskill Mountains and we went to the famed Olana, the resident of I believe it's Frederick Church who, from the Hudson School of uh, Hudson River School of Painting and uh, marvelous. Uh, we didn't even go on the tour, but the gift no. shop itself was filled with books and and that's stuff. the news. We didn't even yeah. go on the tour. We no. went to Alana, which is this spectacular and very this sort of Moorish Victorian house right overlooking a, a, a very um, picturesque portion of the Grand Grand Hudson River yeah. in upstate New York. And and it absolutely it is uh, it's it's such a a, a a fascinating experience that you we didn't even have to take the tour we just went and looked, walked around and then went to the gift shop most yeah, we I will spend say time that, at the gift shop yeah we were luckier than most because by the way the the and I wish I remember all the names but the woman who ran the gift shop was so enthralled when I said this is the best gift shop I've ever been to. And, and she, we, she became our friend. And later, we saw her later in town in, in Hudson, New York, which happens to us. We see people again and again. And we actually, speaking of a tour, we did meet Steve, the tour guide, who normally you pay a pretty penny, rightfully so. But he was oh. sitting in front and we peppered him, or at least I did pepper him with questions. So we got kind of the free tour, so to speak, when we will come back to Olana, most certainly. And, and we just didn't have time to do the tour. But the gift shop, in our case, was magical, and we got even. It was. It was paper. actually. Uh, yeah. I, I have to say, I recommend that it, it's not just uh, uh, a good gift shop. It's fairly. It's it's an interesting architecturally, you know, with lots of. It's a great gift shop, and who would ever expect? Uh, what other podcast really delves into the gift shop as a part of the museum, and maybe exactly. the but superior by the way, part of the museum experience? Yeah. Not not nobody. No, and. Great book title once again, the gift shop. I could just see that. Yes, thirty-eight weeks on the New York Times bestseller. A, a great summer read too. Oh I yeah, the gift shop, be, and you know, and yeah. and and about coming of age, a woman who, who finds her true love, and of course it would be a woman, I think, in a gift shop. Yeah, right? and maybe she worked. I, I don't know. Or yeah. maybe I work. Who knows? Uh, and she might be a lesbian. We don't know. But, well, well, whatever uh, it is, it's a romp. It's it's touching, but also very uh, life affirming. But, but life affirming, shop, and, yeah. and and with many funny moments too. Because well, you can imagine if you ran a gift shop at, yeah. at, 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 at a museum, 
especially one that's just sort of dedicated to one single artist. It was a very yeah. unusual place. Although it was a, a great tribute to the whole Hudson River region and the School of Painting. That's so true. And there yeah. were many. Actually, it was a learning experience being at the gift shop. Now, again, we recommend when we're going to do it, actually seeing Olana. But you actually got a feeling. And they also had Malin and Getz skincare products. Now, this caught my eye because I follow that brand. though I've not purchased it <laughs> yet. Uh, and I, I wondered, I asked our lovely friend, why do they have it? Apparently, they live in the region and they're very yeah, benefactors to a lot of the Malin and Malin, Malin and, and Getz. Yeah, they, they Getz live in, live in the river area. area. So they're actually two people. This is yeah. interesting. This is going to be interesting for people listening to uh, the podcast uh, several thousand years from now because it's very possible that the Malin and Getz uh, brand is still uh, thriving a thousand years from now. Well, so I hope be, for their sake, I hope they'll, so. They'll, be, they'll, they'll, they'll get a kick out of this story. Yeah, it's a two men and uh, they believe they're a couple and they live in the Hudson and they're still alive a thousand years from now. Well, like, that would oh be, God, well, who, that who would certainly have... speak to the benefits of their skincare products. Oh my <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be the best ad, Tommy? Hi, I'm Malin. I'm Getz. We're a thousand and uh, sixty years old. Oh wow! I would buy that you, product. You're right. If they lived a thousand years, that yeah. that would be that would be. I mean, what else would you need? I'm just thinking their product would last uh, and and continue well, that to too. But if but but know, if they lived a thousand years, because that would I, I would definitely be uh, uh, and their skin looked good would add that glow. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be the I talk about award-winning ads that's all you would need is to show a picture of them and we've been wearing our product for a thousand and sixty years and, and no, no body copy just the headline that's it yeah Ooh, so all you have to do all they have to do live yeah and you know i i've heard that there that um there are you know uh researchers that think that we'll be able to live forever uh, or, or in about 30 years people will be able to live forever i'm not sure how that's going to work and i definitely don't want to do it but yeah, uh, this Malin and Getz, they might want to look into that and well, and, yeah. and really fast because study yeah. this is important. You're absolutely right. This is a skincare uh, uh, um, product. It's a moisturizers, your, various other products, moisturizers that you yeah. found. And who would ever even think that they would be in a in, in a museum gift shop? Total surprise. Yeah, with I their selection. Yeah. Well, I asked our friend there, uh, uh, and she said, "Yeah, because again, they live in the region. They have been donors and all that." So I was glad to see it. But that so really what you're saying, yeah. Yes. Uh, well, I just I, want to say that we yeah. talked many times in this program about the great Ponce de Leon and his fountain yes. of youth. Well, <laughs> no one talks about it much other than us. No, and this is exactly a modern day Ponce de Leon that Malin and Getz. And if they could swing it, look, it doesn't even have to be like just conspiratorially. That would be the stage direction. Uh, it doesn't have to be yes. a thousand years. I would say even if you could live 200 years. At this point, I know it sounds modest, but at this point, I think that'd be enough to really boost sales. No, if it they would were 200 be. years old. I think that would be. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. They, wouldn't have, they wouldn't have to live to be a thousand no, years no. old. No, that, no. That's the thing. I mean, look, maybe li listening to this a thousand years from now, 200 will seem like nothing. But in our world in 2022, you can live to 200. It's pretty good. So well, I think, listen, this yeah. is exciting news, too, because uh, and, and you're not uh, uh, you're not saying uh, that that this Malin and uh, what's it called? Malin uh, gets. I believe it's uh, gets, G O E T uh, uh, skincare product will keep yeah. you looking youthful and vibrant for 200 years. But you're not no. not saying that. Right. Right. You're they're not, they're not, not saying, saying it either. But then they're also not they're saying not. it. So if they do start, they're saying not it, saying it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. But if they do start saying it again, uh, the first question is, do we get any money from it? Once again, 
That's not our intent. If they want to give us unlimited free mail and against products, we're not going to send it back. I no, would enjoy no, that. No, no. You know? For one thing, you know, sending it back, it's it's just it's just a waste. Of, well, you of, have to go to the, the UPS or yeah. and and I don't know if they give you a free shipping things and then you're paying something that was free. So that would be kind of defeating the purpose. Yeah. Well, so, and I, plus it's a very good product. So I would gladly. Yeah. So you don't, you don't even care whether it may keeps you alive for 200 years or not. No, I just you, think if it just gives you, you SPF yeah. protection in the harsh summer <laughs> rays against right. both the dual spectrum UVA and UVB protection, I would be happy with that, which is by the way, what it does do. Wow. And that's not any hyperbole. That's what it does. Do. That's it does do. So this is yeah. a, I mean, yeah, this is a great testimonial for the product that even though it doesn't keep you alive for 200 years, you still use it. Well, that could be the great ad campaign, which I see a Stan Freeberg-esque campaign where will Malin and Getz keep you, make you live to 200? <laughs> no, but it will make your skin look great while you're alive or something like that. And, and that's kind of a, you know, award-winning Clio written all over an ad, I think. Yeah, and that's one of those ads that uh, uh, what you... You know uh, what you just gifted this little company that in upstate New York with the ad yeah. that probably will keep them in business for a thousand years. Question is, will you see any of that money? You know, we get back to that whole thing, and I well, know, it's you know, we always theme, this, Tommy, we always theme. say this: we give, we, yeah. we, we're it's it's not about the money for us. We give, the, we come up with brilliant award-winning ideas, and 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 one sector of these ideas is the advertising. Uh, which is uh, a huge budget, a huge thing. chunk of your budget. Yeah, we're donating. We're doing it gratis. We donate we do it. it. Yeah, you know, some people are donating, uh, you know, clothing to Ukraine. We are donating ad copy to uh, small businesses in upstate New yeah, York. And we're, we're, you know, I did make a donation to Ukraine too, but not anything that. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're not. We're not. We, yeah, we're yeah. Not, but, but I'm just this, saying but we that. Do, uh, yeah, but this is the issue. And by the way, it's funny we bring this up. It's yeah. not funny. It's. But on my walk today before this podcast, it took a nice long walk on New York's famed Park Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> well, how many people get to say that? No. So no, anyway, no. Uh, but I did think, Tommy, yeah. our, our life's work in the last two years has been coming up with funny things to make people get through this ideas, inventions, uh, ad copy, so many things. Uh, yeah. and, and essentially not requesting remuneration. No. What if, Tommy, as I walked yeah. and uh, you know, I reached in my pocket and I didn't feel any change. I said, you know what? Maybe it's time to give a little thought to making a little money, maybe. And that literally was today. And again, we're, wow. we don't have a lot of this is a big topic. No. But I think maybe, and I hope our listeners are with us on this, that yeah. we'll continue, I stress this, continue donating our ideas. Our, yeah. our But at some point, we need to have a little something coming back. Right, right. And, and, yeah. and again, this is just a, a, a it's more like a tip. I mean, we're, you know, it's entirely up to the ad agency or the corporation that benefits yeah. from our yeah. uh, from our largesse, our creative largesse. Uh, um, but again, you know, just and we're not saying, oh, you know, give us a cut of the profits you make as a result of oh, no our quid, ad quo, copy. Uh, quid pro quo. And by the way, uh, you know, the uh, what was my point was that. Um, it's really just, yeah, I think, we're but great. I think what I'm thinking is this is actually what they may want to hear the corporates because a lot of them all along have wanted to give us write a big check. I don't mean a big check numerically, but a giant check they would give like publishers clearinghouse. 
which is always what I always wanted, the giant check. The giant check. Who doesn't check. want the giant check? I want a giant check. It could be yeah. $50, but I want a giant check. You know, but here's the problem with the giant check as far as publishing clearing houses uh, uh, yeah. is that when you show that it spoils the surprise when when you show up at somebody's door and you see see two men carrying a giant check, well, yeah. you pretty much already know you won the publisher's clearinghouse. So it's like, oh, hi. You right, know, no, I see. Oh, what, what is this? Oh, I, I, I see. I want right. It's not like, whoa, my God! But like, no, I saw you out there. You're hauling in the check, so I figured I won the. And that's the thing. thing. A lot of times they do have people screaming, but all they had to do is just look out the window and yeah, and then they could see that it's like you know. And no, I, you I gave don't them. It'd be rude to them, but you no, know, what they say, should do is give an envelope, a small envelope. <laughs> could you open this? Okay, and it's a regular size check that says a million dollars. Then. You go crazy, but a giant check. A giant check. Well, but also, that's yeah. idea. if they put it in a giant envelope, and then it would be a big process of tearing open the huge envelope. Oh, yeah. You know, well, I mean, first that, of all, it, I don't have to tell you, Tommy. I mean, these days you want to bring the giant tech in, check to deposit or cash it. Oh, my that's God. a you know, and people rib you. Excuse me, the giant check man is coming through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, it's hard to get it through those revolving doors. Right. It's almost impossible, really. No, it is. CM. Yeah. You, you can't even take a picture of it, and which then, you can do now. And you're a target for every well, oh, uh, wow. fast-talking, you know, oh, uh, yeah. scam artist. They see you walking down the street with this enormous check. and. Yeah. And also, like, it, it, you know, and they're just, you know, my fear is that they're just gonna, are going to get bigger and bigger so that the check is literally the size of a football field. Well, then what you are you going to do with that, wind. Scotty? Well, that literally could be the size point. of a football field. Yeah. Well, that would then you need several. I can't well, even imagine how many people you would need. And then it really defeats the purpose because it you defeats you, wish. you start wishing. I wish I didn't win because this yeah, is the worst trouble that I that's right. It's like a it's like a nightmare scenario on Twilight Zone. Yeah, I, I, this check is so big. I wish I didn't win. And 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 you just try you, you know you try to take it off to the bank and now just removing it from the football because you'd have the only place you could get the check would be in a football field, right? Yeah, and they would roll it out, and and then you're tearing it off and, and you're pulling it away. It's made out of paper, so it starts to rip. Scotty, this is, we it, I'm so glad we we were talking about this because. That uh, uh, we may have headed off some some a huge disappointment, and we're uh, and we've said this many times. We're trying to end disappointment in our life. Exactly. Not only that, in this case, I mean the the ultimate uh, taking it to its limit is that eventually, by the time it gets to the bank, it's so shredded, it does it's not even valid anymore. And there's a secret, oh no, it's not valid. It's not. And, and if it rains, print, it says no further checks will be. Uh, deliver it in case of damage <laughs> to the initial one. And they don't tell you that in the commercial. No. You know. That's how they get you because yeah. you know you you can't pull it to the to the uh, uh, to the bank. You can't. It's it's a size of a football field. You're dragging it, and it rains. That's the thing, and it turns into pulp. That's yeah. I mean, it's all a racket, Scotty, and it's got to end. We've got yeah, to make it smaller. Like that would be the Twilight Zone. Yeah. If all I just want to have the biggest check in the world. <laughs> And that's all he wants. And then he has a football size field check, which you yeah. can't deposit or cash. No. And he then he wishes he didn't have that. So yeah. no, it's uh, a great. It's, a, it's it would be an Emmy winning Twilight Zone. There's no oh, doubt yeah. about it. it well, it, Emmy winning. Sterling himself had the series gone on even longer, probably would have <laughs> penned it. Uh, right. And out. he would have probably brought us out rare, a rare uh, moment where, yeah. you know, because he usually would come out at the beginning and the end of the show. And, and talk about the Twilight Zone. But he always would come out alone. But one time, he would come out with you and me. 
and say yeah, these guys be- came up with the giant check episode you're about to see. Yeah, and I just he, want to he keep- wrote it all himself. Uh, no, he usually wrote. Uh, normally, he writes everything himself. Yeah, but he brings us out, and this is, of course, would have to be in 1959. So. Yeah. We're talking time travel and the time yeah, machine well. and all that stuff, but we certainly could do that. We could that could that's definitely a possibility. Oh, wow. where we it's go back in time yeah. and submit this idea to Rod Serling, and then he go. I mean, he would bring us out onto the show, Scott. Right. Well, they always said, and now Mr. Serling. That's how they always <laughs> said, Mr. Serling. And he goes, normally I'm the only one here, and he's smoking. <laughs> he's smoking. It's done. Now I have to. And we walk out. Come on. Tommy, Scott, and we walk out. I mean, and all the scholars of Twilight Zone go, you remember that one where those two guys came out? Oh, yeah, right. The, 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 the giant check one. Yeah. That was the only time they ever did it. Uh, and that's, that's just the area of time travel now. Because most people, and even us, we talk about time travel. Like, we're going to yeah. go back to 1800 and see what it's like. Well, no. We're going back to 1959 and writing this uh, episode <laughs> and, and giving it to Rod for Sterling. For getting to be on the show. So usually there's never like an action in time travel. It's like, let's see what it's like. But no, we're actually going there for a reason and not yeah. to kill Hitler because again, no. that's open. We'll get to that. We'll definitely yeah, that's, a, yeah that. that's the obvious first one. Right. We want to do other things first. And, and yeah, uh, I mean, this is a little more urgent. Just get, make sure that we can get on. And, and, and I even know how I'm going to pitch the show. I'm going to say uh, to Rod, certainly when we go back in 1959, we have our idea for the, 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 the football sized publishing clearinghouse check. I'm going to say submitted for your approval. Oh, Mr. Perfect. Oh, how perfect. perfect is that? And I think that he'll get a good kick out of it. I think so too. I don't <laughs> think it would be like, oh, yeah, like no one's ever said that to me. I, I can't picture, I don't think anyone in the 50s, you didn't do right. Well, like we that. have to go back really far, like in the earliest time so that we make sure nobody has already said yeah that. he just came up with that so like oh i'm glad you noticed that expression something yeah, yeah that should be the point uh, yeah because you don't want him to roll his eyes <laughs> oh that's uh, like, well that's really i yeah. would ne- believe me i never would get over it if rod sterling rolled his eyes no no yeah. i remember watching on youtube i mean they rod sterling was a teacher at ucla in his you know later years and can you imagine having Rod Sterling is your, is your teacher and, and talking. I, mean, I would never leave the classroom. No, right? I'd still be there. Yeah, yeah. Just so, uh, I mean, no, that, that is amazing that Rod yeah, Sterling yeah. would be your teacher. And, and how, you know, I mean, that would be so great. I wonder who, who was in that class. Well, that would be on to do. I would love to have a teacher who was in his class to, to tell us what went on. And there is one lecture I remember him, or maybe it was. I don't remember if it was audio or not, uh, but I, I do remember that. Video. But Tommy, you know, again, getting back to the moniker that we have, yeah. the procrastinators. Well, yeah, you know, and again, let me just stress, without patting ourselves on the back, as we've always right. stated, it can cause some, you know, back trouble. Uh, we're not procrastinating coming up with ideas. We're not procrastinating with coming up with concepts that things delight and instruct and inform people. We don't say, right. here's our podcast. Well, we're not going to say anything for the next 35 minutes, but maybe in a few weeks we will. That would be true procrastination. That would so, be. Really, yeah. we're, we're, that's like, I don't know what that's akin to, Tommy, but yeah. we have procrastination in our life. I will admit to that. But we are not. I, I don't want to be known as, and right. I don't think of myself as, you know what I am, Tommy? I'm a human being. Yeah. And do I, I'm a procrastinator? Yes, but I'm also someone who cares about humanity. And, and as yeah. you are, we're empathetic. But yes, procrastination is part of our or, you know, things that we are, but again, just a part of who we are. Very, 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 and, and really only about 40% of 
that. Uh, not even that. I mean, I haven't checked. You know, the, they do have those things on the corner. <laughs> that, that procrastination would be a very large, large. But the COVID the thing now has knocked a lot of them off the street. Because you yeah. used to be able to, pre-pandemic, get a procrastination test on the corner. And they could tell you how much percentage of you is a procrastinator. And now there's not as many of those. But I, it could be. No. I don't know. I would say 35%. Maybe. Yeah, it could be. And, 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 yeah. but Scotty, and what we have done for the procrastinators of, of the world, really, yeah, with this the world podcast. Problem. Yeah. And, and, and uh, especially today, because this, yeah. was, this is, this is a special uh, moment, really, in this, in the history of this podcast, where you actually, you know, we've, people talk about procrastinating, but we actually, you came up with, and you just stumbled on it. You shrugged it off. But you have to shrug it off every time. That's the key. Yeah. Oh, it's a constant shrug. You, you, you're, con- you know, you're going to do a lot of shrugging. So, you know, obviously there's rotator cuff issues. Oh, yeah. Too. Uh, and that's why you have to really come up with a subtle shrug, which I think I mastered. Because otherwise you don't want the well, what, what irony, Tommy, is if you shrug so demonstrably that, yes, you're no longer procrastinator. But as you say, you have rotator cuff injuries. Yeah, so, you want it. W- you know, I think trading one thing for another. And you know what, Tommy? To be quite yeah. honest, I'd rather be a procrastinator than have rotator cuff issues. You know, that I, I, yeah. I'm with you, Scotty. I'm yeah. I'm with you on that. And, and, and I have been a procrastinator for all these years. And uh, but, but but like you say, Scotty, this, this was exciting news to me. That yeah, it didn't require a TED Talk, as some people no. do, or books. And we'll we'll write books on it too. But and you'll but, do TED Talks as well. And we'll do TED Talks too. And we don't look down on that. But we no, sometimes we don't. It's just a it's just a sentence in an opening where I, I just said and I shrugged it off. And people had to do a double take. I'm sure they're rewinding it. Yeah, uh, you know, in whatever digital way you rewind. Say, so, wait a minute, did he just say he just shrugged it off? They go, yeah, he did. And, and that's, that's all it is. And yes, but then and, the friend would say to him, yes, but if you listen to Scott, he's saying this particular thing. Not right. It's, not, it, it, it's yeah. not like you're going to sh- uh, necessarily shrug off your procrastination and then read the Johnny Carson book cover to cover. Immediately. No. Uh, no. Right away. Or any other procrastinating. But, but that specific thing. And I will be back you, to that storage unit uh, in a couple of days, probably. So that was a victory. But there's many more, a lot of oh work to be done. And uh, we're not stopping there. No, this, nice, you know. we, we are not stopping. We are, we are continuing. We are not fighting. And, uh, and nobody is going to stop us. Any powers that, that be. Well, the that authorities are, will have no sway over us. And by the way, Tommy, as we wind down, uh, we talk about storage. It was in the beginning. You're going to have a storage unit. I have my yeah. storage unit. One thing we don't put in storage is our comedy and our tips and our advice. <laughs> Uh, 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 yeah, uh, our creativity, Scotty. Creativity no, that, that does That's not go into word. storage. Never. Scotty. No. And 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 we are. Uh, and we and, never and leave it uh, anything on the field because no, we, uh, people yeah, tend to take it. You know. A pair of socks one time. One time, and and actually was was a favorite pair, and you know <laughs> yeah. it's not going to be there when you come back. Yeah, like, I mean, I thought, oh, surely nobody's going to steal these socks from the field. They weren't. They were still. Yeah. So we never not. leave anything on the never field. leave anything I, on. I, the I think field. that's a good motto. Even if you're not in a game, just don't leave anything <laughs> on the field. You bring a coat, take it with you. Right. Take yeah. It. So Tommy, well, I mean, the amount of things that we've yeah. put out. There, and by the way, just before we go, we have put it out there that some corporations and others have felt sheepish about offering us money because they think it would embarrass us or make us angry. So if I could leave our listeners with anything, no, we're not seeking it. We don't seek remuneration. We do it uh, in an altruistic way, but. We want people to feel very comfortable right. giving us money if they want to. 
we do that's not want them to feel embarrassed or bad no. or awkward or or in, in any way as you say, sheepish we no. want you to feel proud that you're giving us money exactly uh, 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 feel as good as you can feel uh, uh and, and 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 that it's a healthy experience we want, totally. we want and, to, and not breathless and not never breathless Scotty, on that note, I'm going to just say I am going to remain Tom Saunders. And on the next note, I say that I remain sincerely your Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this.